listen, you have to renew your mind to this, and it takes work. You can't renew your mind from life to death without working at it. You have to believe the Word of God. You have to take it to heart. Or when he says sorrow not, that means I sorrow not whether I like it or not. from Kenneth Copeland today on the Believer's Voice of Victory how to break free of doubt, unbelief, and wrong thinking that try to hinder your faith by receiving your free gift of righteousness with God through Christ. Now, we've talked about, we're talking about the great hindrances to faith. And of course, Monday we started with the lack of understanding of the new creation. And we went through those scriptures there, Second Corinthians 5, 17, any man sin Christ is a new creature, and old things have passed away and all things become new. Second Peter 1, 1, we've received like precious faith as Peter. And First Peter 1, 23 and, and, uh, second, and, uh, and, and 2, chapter 2, verse 9, Revelation 1, 5 and 6, we won't take time to go through, through Hebrews 2, 9 through 14. Now we're talking about the lack of understanding of righteousness. What it is in it. Righteousness is not something that you have to attain. I always thought that was that you, you, the, you had to live right a long time. And one of these days, you, you one of these days you you, in the eyes of God, that, that you'll come to that place where, where you can be considered righteous, that I grow in righteousness. No, no, no. You've, you have righteousness confused with holiness. We're not talking about holiness here. Amen. Let's read that 2 Corinthians 5, 21 again. 2 Corinthians 5, I don't say again, we haven't read it yet. We read the 17th and 18th verses. Verse 20, now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now let's, let's unravel that old English a little bit. For he <clears throat> who knew no sin, listen now, was made to be sin. That we might be made. See, we've been recreated. You're not the old person anymore. You've been recreated. And when you were recreated, he never recreated, he never recreated any unrighteous beings. 
because we were born again, not of corruptible seed. That would have had to have been a corruptible seed for the righteousness not to be in it. Amen. 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 Glory to Dios. Hallelujah. Muchas gracias, Señor. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. And as I said yesterday, this one keeps more people in bondage than anything else. Let's go now. Well, we read 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Let's go to Romans 3. We, we were just there. Let's go back over there again because we want to go to Romans 3 and then to Romans 5. Look at the 21st verse of Romans 3. Now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Now notice this. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith. It's by faith, not by deed. It's by faith of Jesus Christ, listen, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. He is no respecter of persons. Like I, like I read yesterday, the, 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 the last words of Stephen Moran before he was executed and he was thanking God for, oh my goodness. It, it, it's wonderful that a serial killer is no longer a killer. He's a new creature in Christ Jesus. And just as righteous as Jesus himself. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 24, being justified, same word, same word, righteousness and justification, exactly the same Greek word. Being made righteous freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now let's go to Romans chapter 5. This fifth chapter of Romans, oh, oh, I still remember it. Gloria and I both, I, I, it shook us. We got so excited and got so thrilled. And you know, it, it, oh, Krishnama Rupukim Bhamsma Kladadesbe Espekuradondak. The human mind cannot conceive of those things that are in the spirit. It takes revealed knowledge to the serious, spirit-filled seeker and student who is hungry to know me and, and to know me in the power of my resurrection, saith the Lord Jesus. For unto those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, surely they shall be filled, their thirst shall be quenched, 
and you will begin to know me in a very intimate way, saith the Spirit of grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I said what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh. Look, look, at the, look at Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being made righteous by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. I take it by faith. <laughs> now, <laughs> verse 15. Now, as the offense, so also is the, read it out loud with me, the free gift. Read it louder than that. The free gift. Jesus is the gift to the world. The Holy Spirit is the gift to the church. I'm talking about the born again church. And every born again child of God, whether they know it or not, have been re have received the free gift of righteousness. It's free. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God. Amen. Did you ever? Commit any righteousness? No. No. Did Jesus ever commit a sin? No. <laughs> so we were made righteous with his righteousness. He was made sin with our sin. That's shouting ground in the household of faith. Oh, man. Not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, get it now, that's Adam, right? Through the offense of one, many be dead, much more. Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Amen. Oh. Not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift of what? Righteousness. The free gift of right standing with God is of many offenses under righteousness. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Hey, now we already 
already we already read last week that that we've been made we've been made kings and priests. There, there. I believe it's the Amplified Classic. I believe that's the one said, we'll reign in life as kings. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, my, my, my. My, 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 my. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Verse 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all, all men to condemnation, get this, even so by the righteousness of one, talking about Jesus, the free gift came upon all men under righteousness of life. Amen. When Adam sinned, there was enough death to go around. When Jesus broke his power and made available his right standing with the Father. It's hanging over every living, breathing human being on this planet right now. It has come upon all men. It has come upon every being. All you have to do is take it. It's just hanging like a real low overcast. It's just right there. He tasted death for all men. You know what that means? Taste stands for the five physical senses. If you're born again, you can't taste it when you die. You can't smell it when you die. You can't see it when you die. You can't hear it when you die, and you can't feel it. And of course, enemy, uh, death is an enemy. Enemy. And you fight that thing with everything you got. Or just with, I mean, you fight it right down to the, like they used to say, you, you, you fly that sucker right down to the wing boats. Don't you ever quit flying that. Don't you ever quit. Amen. Let some storm whip you in that airplane. You fly that thing till it comes apart. There you go. But the moment to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I know. I've heard the testimonies. Personally. You got time for just one? My boss, when I, uh, Brother Bob DeWeese, when I I was flying for Brother Roberts, he was my captain. And and, uh, we we, we became very close to one another. And he died on a handball court. He's a very active man, athletic all his life. And he was going at it on that handball court, had a massive heart attack and fell dead in the floor. And uh, <laughs> he uh, just suddenly, and, 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 and he, told, he told Gloria and me later, he said, I have no remembrance of that heart attack. None. 
He said, it's not in my mind. He said, the last thing I remember, I'm, I'm really having a big time playing animal. And he was 70, about 72, 73. And uh, he said, all of a sudden, I'm in a place that I've never been before. And he said, this is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. I'm on this, I'm on this little small road. But he said, this ain't like anything I ever saw before. And he said, I walked over to this fence that ran along beside the road. And uh, he said, it looked like to me hand-carved mahogany. It was not barbed wire. So he wasn't in Texas, you know. <laughs> and he went over the other side and it was the same way. And, and he said, Kenneth, he said, I never felt such power. You remember the Apostle Paul, whether in the body, out of the body, I could not tell, God knows. Hmm? Amen. You don't miss this thing. This body is not you. You don't, you don't even know it when it's gone. And he said, I said then I saw the, the lights and I thought, oh dear Lord, I'm home. I saw, he said, I saw the lights of the city. He said, Kenneth, I took off running and he said, I'm going to tell you something, boy, you ain't never in your life felt such power. He said, there was power in my legs. He said, I've never run so fast in my life. He said, I am, he, he said, I'm flying down the road. And he said, all of a sudden I got heavy and got bogged down and I was back in my body and I was in the city of faith and the doctor and Charlotte were looking right down over me and said they had hit me with the paddles two or three times, both of them praying in tongues as loud as they could, and Charlotte's a shouting at him. Well, <laughs> Bob and Charlotte were telling this story to Gloria and me. And Charlotte said, Kenneth, you want to know what the first thing he said to me? Did he say, Charlotte, thank you for saving my life? No. <laughs> she said, he hollered at me and said, Charlotte, what did you do that for? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. The point I wanted you, to, wanted you to receive from that is this physical body is just a junk of mud. Now, it's a precious junk of mud because it's holy and it's God's and it's recorded. Amen. Soon and very soon we're going to see the king. Oh yeah. I'm telling you folks, it, it's, it's here right now. It's right on top of us. I'm telling you the catching away of the church is at hand while we speak. The righteousness of God. This old body, don't, and he told me, he said, don't ever feel sorry for somebody that's gone to heaven. Don't ever, don't ever. Listen, don't be grieving about it when they go. Now, we understand, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. But there is a command in the New Testament, a command written to the church at Thessalonica, right. 
sorrow not. That one say, do your best, do your best. No, he's talking about grieving. Well, of course, of course you miss them. And of course your heart hurts. And, but hey, they're in your future. Here all of us are witnessing and trying to get everybody to go to heaven and we get mad when one of them does. <laughs> but that's because of a lack of training. You, you, listen, you have to renew your mind to this and it takes work. You can't renew your mind from life to death without working at it. You have to believe the Word of God. You have to take it to heart. Or well, when he says sorrow not, that means I sorrow not whether I like it or not. Amen. You know why? Because if you refuse to sorrow, joy is waiting on you right on the end of your faith. The spirit of grief is a killer. It works with the spirit of death. You get your household full of grief. You can expect sickness and disease. There are people that grieve for a lifetime. Stop it. I can't, brother. Yes, you can. The Word of God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus would never tell you or me or anybody else to do something we can't do. But it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's right. But it is by faith doable when you just grit your teeth and say, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. Sir, yes, sir, I am yours to command, and I see it in your word, and I refuse, I refuse to grieve. Because on the other side of that, there's joy in the morning. Sure, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. But remember this. Gloria's little brother was just suddenly taken out in a, a pickup wreck. He wasn't driving, he was asleep. And uh, he was just suddenly taken out. Well, of course, you know, it just slammed this whole family. And we all got together. And I read those scriptures. And, and, and we stood on the word. Well, it was very hard on Gloria's mother, as you can imagine. Yeah. It's hard on all. But we made up our hearts and minds we were going to do this. There was a woman at a meeting that Gloria went to, ladies' meeting. She was giving her testimony about her days in heaven. She came over to Gloria. Now, let me tell you something about Stanley. (sighs) I'm just about out of time. I am. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.